guys and welcome to the Becoming Her podcast with your host Victoria McHugh. I'm so excited to be here doing my second solo episode with you and really sharing my journey to healing over the last couple of months, um, talking about things that have really helped me um, and, and kind of tools and tips that have just really been instrumental over the last couple of months as I have been healing from heartbreak. And if you guys don't know, or if you haven't listened to my first episode, I recently split up from my fiance. We were together for 10 years, engaged for four years, and I've just moved back to Australia and I'm kind of starting this new chapter and sharing it sort of as much as I want to. Um, respectfully on my social media so that I can help other people and I can make an impact, which is a true passion of mine. And, you know, I'm a true believer that everything happens for a reason. And I think that the most powerful people in the world and those who are making the biggest impact are those that are using their pain for purpose. And so that's what I'm trying to do here on this platform. Um, I've been connecting with a lot of you guys on Instagram recently who have been coming to me and sharing your stories of, of breakups and some are similar to mine and some are different, but the process of healing and the process of using your experience to grow yourself and move through um, old patterns and become a better version of yourself and reinvent your, yourself is the most important thing that you can get out of this. So I really wanted to share what I've been doing and things that have been on my mind um, in the hopes that you guys can get something out of this. Maybe you have a girlfriend or a sister or um, somebody, maybe you even have a child that's going through something similar that you can share this with. So before I get started, I did just want to say thank you so much to everybody who has shared the podcast, subscribed, um, you know, uh, text me or sent me a message. It really means so much to me. Your support means so much to me. This is so new. It's a really new space for me. So to hear that you guys are getting something out of it just honestly means the world to me and I'm so, so grateful. So I think I want to start by just saying that obviously everybody's healing journey is different and everybody comes out of relationships, whether that is a romantic relationship or it's a friendship or it's a business relationship, everybody comes out of them in different places. Um, you know, my relationship had been struggling for quite some time. So I think that when the final moment happened and we did officially separate, I did have a lot of emotions of relief and um, gratitude to him and this real sense of peace that it was the right thing to do at the right time. So I understand that if you're listening to this and your relationship ended in a completely different way or you are sitting there and you didn't want it to end or there was some kind of you know dramatic cheating or something. I want to just recognize you and honor you that some of this information may not be exactly where you're at, but I do hope that something I say will resonate with you and you'll be able to take something away from it. So I guess the most important thing that I want to talk about is really leaning into the healing process. So many years ago, if this was to have happened to me, I don't know if I would have been in a place to go on this kind of solo healing journey. 
um, to lean into the emotion, to feel everything, to be open and willing to sit in those uncomfortable emotions and feelings. I honestly think that I probably just would have run to all of the, you know, quick fixes and the quick coping mechanisms in order to kind of mask the pain and to run away from the pain. I probably would have done all the things like drinking alcohol, you know, sliding into guys DMs or something like that, um, you know, eating, partying, you know, basically doing all of the numbing things that come from the initial shock of, of a relationship ending. But I consciously, when this relationship ended three months ago, I, I made a decision that I didn't want this to be for nothing. I didn't want those 10 years to have been for me to walk away from a relationship and stay the exact same person. I wanted to use this as an opportunity for growth, for abundance, for this next level version of myself and to reinvent myself and to unlearn a lot of what I had shown up as in the relationship and unlearn a lot of patterns um, that had been running my entire adult life. And so I really want to encourage you to do that as well. I want to encourage you to lean into the uncomfort and lean into the lessons and the growth that can come from the huge changes that might be happening in your life or somebody's life that you know, because that's the beauty of the journey, right? That's the beauty of um, the pain and over the last couple of months, there have been beautiful moments and there have been heartbreaking moments and there have been moments where I have felt such deep sadness and grief over what was, what could have been, a potential marriage that was meant to happen, all of those things, right? A future that I had planned for my life. And there are so many times that I have just wanted to hide and wanted to take all of the pain away but i have forced myself to sit in it and i've forced myself to go through it to feel the emotion to feel sad to feel um the grief because i know that that pain is temporary and i know for certain that if i don't do the work now it's going to come up at some point later so why not do the work now and to lean into that, okay? Um, something else that has really helped me is I really trust the process of my life. I think looking back, and I'm sure you can as well, looking back on you know my 30 years of life and all of the things that have happened, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I've always looked back and thought, this is exactly why that's happened, or this is exactly why that didn't happen. And I'm sure that's the same for you. Um, so I've really gotten to this place where I trust that everything is happening for me. And it, it sounds crazy. And if you're not somebody who's spiritual in whatever way that looks like to you, you honestly might be thinking that I am absolute woo woo, but it's gives me some peace and it gives me some comfort and some safety if I can say to myself, Vic, this is exactly how it was meant to be. This is exactly where you're meant to be. You're meant to be feeling these emotions. You're meant to be working through these emotions and you know everything that's coming your way is to grow you and to help you so that you can come out on the other side. And there really is 
um, so many moments over the last couple of months where I can think, oh, you know, that's exactly why that happened or that's exactly why I felt that emotion. And every single time something comes up, I handle it a little bit better and I'm learning through the process as well. I want to really encourage you to love yourself through the healing journey, to really pour into yourself, to make yourself the number one priority. If you've just come out of a romantic relationship like I have, you maybe were in a position that I was for years where I was always putting him first. I was always putting myself last. I was always picking him over me and choosing him over me. And I don't really remember the last time that I did something for me without thinking about how that could impact somebody else. And this is the perfect opportunity now for you to put yourself first, to do all the things that you've been wanting to do, to look after your mind, body and soul and to treat yourself with love and kindness um, because that's really going to help you on your journey as well. And really learning to love being alone. And that was something that I honestly think kept me in my relationship for longer than I should have stayed. I had so much fear about being alone. I had fear about like physically being alone, but also emotionally being alone. Um, I'd never lived on my own before. I'd never really um, spent my adult years by myself. I didn't love my own company. I always needed distractions, whether that was the phone or music or TV on in the background. And I didn't appreciate that beautiful relationship you can have with yourself and when you learn to love your own company and you learn to love being alone and you learn to find comfort and safety in yourself, actually how powerful and healing that is within itself. And I think, you know, this is a phenomenal time for you and myself, if you're going through this, to really sit and think, right, you know, what are the things that I love? What are the things that I've been, um, putting off doing because I've been looking after somebody else or in a relationship with somebody else? What are the things that fill up my soul? And you might need to even start writing them down. And I did. I had to make a list of things that I said I wanted to do that I didn't do or that I wanted to learn um, how to how to do and I just never put time into it. And I never loved myself enough to go ahead and make that happen. So love being alone because it, it can be scary and it can be this unknown to you, especially if you're used to, you know, having people around all of the time, but lean into that again. And you'll hear me say that through the podcast, like lean into all of the new, um, lean into it as much as you can without fear and without scarcity and lean into it with abundance and a change in your mindset, um, of, okay, you know, what, what are all of the things that I have been putting last on my priority list and how can I put them first now? Because there really is power in that. And finally, just on sort of the mindset around healing is don't should yourself. Don't say to yourself, I should do this or I should do that or I should be feeling this way or I shouldn't be feeling this way because the healing journey is not a straight line. It is up and down and around and about. And I remember at the beginning of my um, healing journey when everything fell apart, there were moments where I felt so happy and so free and so 
good. And I remember saying to some of my friends, is it normal to be feeling this good after coming out of a long-term relationship? Should I be feeling more sad? Should I be crying myself to sleep? Should I be feeling all of these things? And the reality was that at that point in time, I didn't feel those things. And it was almost as if I was trying to tell myself that I wasn't doing this right because I should be feeling a certain way. And the minute that we start shooting on ourselves um, is the minute that we're setting those unrealistic expectations. So don't should yourself. If you feel like you should, and I'm doing air quotes, um, you know, if you feel like you should be healing faster or you should be happier or you should be sadder or you should be angry or you should be this or that or the other, it doesn't matter. Just be really aware of exactly how it is you feel, the reality of how you're feeling in this moment, because that's the most important thing that you can really focus on and tune into that awareness and really take note of your intuition and how your body is feeling. Um, and that can go for if you are listening to this and you're currently in a relationship and maybe you're unhappy or you feel like things um, are maybe not where you want them to be or you know something feels a little off, your body will most likely tell you before your mind does, right? Our body has this really instinctual way of telling us how we feel. The problem is that we, and myself is included in this, we ignore the physical signs in the body. So that gut feeling, that sick feeling inside, the worry, the bit of anxiety, um, you know, maybe that feeling in your tummy where you just have lost your appetite all of a sudden, those are all signs that something is wrong and that your body and your heart and your mind and your soul are not connected. And there were many moments over the last year of my relationship where my body was screaming at me saying, this isn't right. You're not happy. You're abandoning yourself. You are not staying true to you. You are not showing up authentically. And I ignored it. And I remember very specific moments, things that were said to me or um, a feeling that I got and I just chose to ignore it. And then everything came to a head. And finally, my heart and my mind, you know, connected with my body. And I think that's where that real peace came from that I was telling you guys about. So take that into accountability. Also take things into accountability. Um, like how are you sleeping? How's your appetite? How, um, are, how are your energy levels, right? Because that's a really good way of of. Um, just taking inventory on how you're feeling on a day-to-day -day basis. And it will be different. I mean, I remember, you know, two weeks ago, um, which was about three months. So it's been about three and a half months, but three months ago, um, sorry, two weeks ago into the three months um, was the hardest time in the healing journey for me. I was triggered every single day by something, nothing to do with him. He, he and I actually haven't spoken since um, January. And I was triggered and triggered and triggered on so many different occasions. And I kept thinking, oh my goodness, like I've been fine up until this point. Why am I being triggered? Why am I now crying in a heap? And why am I feeling all these things? And so triggers will come up um, along the journey and they might take you out of the game for a day and that's okay. 
It really is. I was triggered by his birthday. I was triggered by some things on social media. I was triggered by the fact that I had gone home to my parents' house, which is where we were living when we moved back from the UK. And, and I went back to my family house for the first time. It was Easter. And it was, so it was the first kind of family gathering we'd had. And he wasn't sitting at the table. And all of these things just started coming up. And I just sat in it and sat in it and sat in it. And I knew that the pain was temporary. I knew that at some point my body and my mind would relax. It took two days. It was excruciating. The pain was so bad at some, some points. I remember running on the treadmill and I just collapsed and started bawling my eyes crying. Um, and I just let myself feel it all. I spoke to some of my friends that that made me feel a little bit better. And two days later, the pain went away. Peace came back over me and I was like one hurdle closer to the next side of, of the journey and the next side of the healing. So just know that those triggers will come up as well and it's okay. Pain is temporary. Remember, Victoria telling you pain is temporary. Suffering is a choice, right? And so suffering is you not doing the work now, you not looking after you and you prolonging the healing journey and not getting to the root cause of the problem. So with all that said, I want to give you guys some of the day-to-day things that I've been doing on my healing journey that have totally transformed my life, not just post-breakup, but just in terms of great habits and, you know, a different mindset and a different way of living, which has helped me so, so much. So I don't know if you guys like a little one to eight, but I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> kind of feel out the vibe. So the first thing is finding small pockets of joy in your day. Now, these can be such tiny little things that are seemingly insignificant on a large scale of your day, but they bring you a little bit of peace and joy, right? So for me, it is my morning coffee and walk on the beach. I've never lived by the beach before. I've just moved back to Australia. I've never, you know, been an early riser, to be honest. Everyone used to, you know, pay me out that I would, would sleep till nine or 10 in the morning. But through the last couple of months, I have found this joy in the early mornings and the peace that comes with being awake at 5 or 6 a.m. Um, and what I do is I wake up usually around 5, 36 o'clock and I get straight out of bed. I put on a cute little workout outfit and I get in my car and I drive down to my local beach. It's a beautiful walk. It's absolutely stunning. The sun rises like heaven over the water down there. And there's my favorite little coffee shop where I'm a regular now and they open early. And so I get out of my car, I go to the coffee shop, I get my single shot oat milk latte with a tiny, tiny bit of honey. And I walk the beach for really as long as I want. Um, I listen to music or I put on a podcast and I start my day with this little bit of peace and joy. And it's been so instrumental in how I show up each day. 
so many times I have wanted to stay in bed and just feel miserable. And sometimes I have chosen that option and I think that you need to decide for yourself what is the right thing for you at that point in time. But I, I usually get up and I usually thank myself for it. And it is so easy and it's so simple, but it honestly brings me the most joy of my day. And it really has created this safe structure and routine in my, in my new life. So it could be anything for you. It could be you know, the 30 minutes of sitting down and reading your favorite book with a tea. It could be something with your kids. It could be a gym class. It could be a favorite episode of a TV show that you watch while you fold the laundry. I don't know what it is for you, but something small that just brings joy will really help you just see the beauty in the small things through this really heartbreaking time for you. The second thing is journaling. Now, I know people talk about journaling all the time and I am somebody who has journaled quite a lot, especially um, through my business and through all of my travels. But usually I'm like a dot point kind of journaler. So I write, you know, I am grateful for this or I'm so, so thankful for that. What I've been doing though now is I'm actually journaling really everything that I'm feeling and I just write. I don't worry about spelling. I don't worry about top points. I don't worry about full stops. I just write until everything I'm thinking is out of my brain and onto paper. And it's really helping bring clarity to me. And to be honest, sometimes I've been writing pages of the way that I felt in the relationship in the moments that I excuse me, in the moments that I knew it wasn't right. So particular emotions I was feeling, whether that was anxiety or walking on eggshells or, you know, things that happened without going into detail. And it's really been therapeutic for me to write it out. And actually on the days that I have been feeling sad or down or a little bit more on the grief side, I can go back and read the journal and remember all of the reasons why this was never going to work and all of the reasons why I chose myself and I chose to leave the relationship. And it's been really, really helpful for me. The third thing is exercise. Now, you wouldn't believe it if you're new to my Instagram, but I actually had a period of time where I did no exercise. I hated it. I didn't understand why people liked it so much. And if I did exercise, I dragged myself to the gym and probably rewarded myself with food after. And so um, I have found safety and comfort in moving my body over the last three months. In fact, I've gotten to a point where if I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling some kind of way, I immediately leave the house and I walk and I move the energy through my body. Um, and it's been instrumental in the mental and physical transformation that I'm having. And I think it's such a, it's such a blessing that's come out of this period to be able to say, okay, you know, I'm looking after my body. I'm not, I'm not um, abusing it, which is a part of the self-love process is, is looking after your body and doing the things that make you feel good. And so I've been doing things like studio Pilates on the reformers. I've been back in the gym, lifting weights. I've been running again. I've been walking every single day. 
um, and really just trying new things. I've been doing yoga. I've been doing some um, floor Pilates on different apps and just really enjoying moving that energy through my body. I feel the biggest difference on the days that I do exercise versus the ones that I don't to the point where I don't have a day where I don't exercise anymore because I just don't like how it makes me feel. So, you know, even if that means starting with a walk and I know that there are going to be some days where you feel like you can't even get out of bed. The pain is so overwhelming and it's so deep and heavy. But even if you just get up and you put on your running shoes and you walk around the block, you will move the energy and you will feel better. The next one is good nutrition. So again, looking back, if this had have happened four, five, six years ago, nutrition wouldn't have even been a thing on my mind that would have helped me through a breakup or would have helped me through my healing journey, to be honest. Like I would have been eating all the things, having all the sugar, probably binge eating, which will be another episode about my you know, journey with my body. That's a whole nother thing. I would have been drinking alcohol, potentially taking other substances, which we won't talk about on here, and not putting my nutrition first. I would not have cared by any means what was going in my body. And this time around, my um, attention to how what I put in my body directly affects every single other emotion has been so apparent to me that I have refused to go down the path of bad nutrition. And in fact, I've switched it so far the other way that I actually don't think I'll ever be able to go back to eating bad food again. Um, I've been making sure that I'm, you know, cooking at home, which also saves money, which is a great thing. I've been making sure that I'm fueling my body with the right nutrients, using supplements where I need to, making sure that my meals are full of protein. I've actually been basically reducing alcohol down to maybe once or twice a month. And even then I've been very careful on my consumption of alcohol because I know that that contributes to my mental health, anxiety, you know, wanting to send those text messages that we wouldn't be sending if we were in the right mind um, mind frame, all of those things, right? And I've just been so focused on making sure that I feel good. And I think this is a really important thing to note is through a breakup or through a healing journey, there is so much that's out of our control, right? There's so many factors that we absolutely cannot control what the other person's doing, how they're reacting, how, you know, our body's responding to the trauma, how other people are responding, social media, all of that, right? But what we can control is the things that I'm telling you today. We can control finding the pockets of joy or journaling or reflecting or exercise or good nutrition, right? We can control all of that. So in a, in a time where so much is out of our control, we have to focus on the things that we can control and the things that are going to add to our bank balance of good energy rather than to drain our bank balance of energy. Okay. The next thing is reading specifically self-love. So I just went onto Amazon and I started Googling the top self-love books and journals. And I just really wanted to read. I wanted to be consuming 
um, all of the knowledge that people who had been where I am now and where you might be and what they had to say about their journey. And it's been helping me so, so much. So I'm actually going to link a couple of recommendations to books that I've been reading um, in the show notes. So make sure you go have a look there. Um, and it's really been helping me understand so much about what we go through when we detach from a companionship with another person because we have to remember that for some people especially for me you know I spent my entire 20s attached to another person I was one half of their whole or our whole um, and so that comes with so much um, emotion and so much um, what's the word I'm thinking of so much um, I guess attachment maybe is the word um, and so much relying on another person to be the other half of us and so when we go through a separation or we go through a breakup or you know we go through a friendship that falls apart it's actually not just the fact that they're physically not there anymore it's also the fact that you now don't have basically your right arm or your left arm anymore and you don't have that person that makes you feel safe or makes you feel whole and so reading these books has really, really helped. And also following people on Instagram like me or like you that have been going through a healing journey of their own and seeing them come out the other side has been just so beautiful for me. Um, it gives me so much hope and so much excitement that on the other side of the work and um, where I am now is this beautiful, abundant, free life that we're working towards. The next thing that I've been doing is therapy. So I'm a huge believer in therapy. I'm a huge believer in getting professional help. I think it's so important to have somebody to talk to and to vent to that has absolutely nothing to do with you personally, rather than, you know, a friend, a parent, um, or whatever. I just, I love the fact that I can get on um, a session with my therapist who I work with she's actually in the UK and I can dump and I can vent and I know that she's not judging me and she's not looking at me in a particular way it's safe and she can give me tools from an objective point of view that's been really really helpful and I do recommend if you have the means or the resources to go and ask for help and to go and invest into your growth and your healing journey by going and speaking to somebody now just a couple of tips about therapy you know it might take you a while to find somebody who you gel with and somebody who you really enjoy spending you know that time with and you really trust so if you do go to therapy and you don't click with someone straight away just go off and try and find somebody else I personally like working with a female because I feel like females just understand each other a little better so my last two things is spending time with friends and family. So obviously at the beginning, I spoke about the importance of loving being alone. And I stick by that. And I think it's been something so beautiful that's come out of, um, you know, my journey is just loving being on my own and, and being okay in my own presence. But equally, make sure you're surrounding yourself with amazing people that are lifting you up and supporting you and that you feel safe enough to be honest and speak to about where you're at. Um, find a, a group of friends. It doesn't have to be many. It could be one or two that you can be honest and raw and real with and you can call them and say, I'm not okay today. I need you because 
if you feel like you don't have that person, um, I can be that person for you. Message me on Instagram. I'm here for you. But please speak out. You don't have to go through this alone. You don't have to heal on your own. You have people that love you and want to be there to support you. So please do reach out to people if you feel like you need help. Even just sometimes spending time going to a movie with someone or going on a walk with someone or you know, just going and hanging out with other people's families or their barbecues. I mean, I've injected myself in one of my really good friends, uh, Trudy, her family. I'm basically a third child. And sometimes I just call her and say, hey, can I come hang out? And we don't even do that much. And we don't even talk about the relationship and we don't even talk about the healing. It's just nice being in somebody's presence that I know loves me for exactly who I am. And finally, I kind of touched on this at the beginning as well. Write a list of the things that you've been really wanting to do over the last however long that you haven't done because you either not felt worthy or not wanted to invest in yourself or felt like you didn't matter or just didn't make it a priority or make time for yourself. Because I am loving being able to do things that I just wouldn't have done while I was in a relationship with somebody else and I was you know, choosing them and their happiness over my own. So write that down. I mean, it could be playing tennis again or horse riding or learning to paint or trying a new fitness studio or taking your kids somewhere or, you know, I don't, I don't know what that is for you. Um, some of the things that I've been doing is I go to infrared sauna, which I absolutely love. I've been trying loads of different gyms up in Sydney where I've moved um, I've started tennis lessons, um, just these things that I always wanted to do, but I just kept putting them off. I just finally feel like I now have the time and the freedom to do those things. So all of this said, and everything that I have shared today is my personal experience. I mean, I am not a professional in this industry. <laughs> I am not you know, the guru in this self-love space at all. But I am somebody like you that is going through it. I'm somebody who is feeling all the things and fumbling my way through it. And most days I feel great and I can pick myself back up. And then other days I fall apart over the treadmill and cry my eyes out. And, you know, it's messy and it's sticky and it feels scary sometimes and uncomfortable, but it's also beautiful and freeing and peaceful and all of those things. And I just really felt like I wanted to share some of the things that I was doing that were helping me in the hopes that it will help you as well. So thank you for being here with me. Um, I'm so grateful for every single person that listens to the podcast. Thank you for showing up for another episode with me. Um, I'm so excited about everything else that's coming through the podcast. I've got an amazing guest on my next episode, which you will not want to miss. So again, if you loved this episode or you feel like it could help somebody else, please do share it, post on your Instagram stories, send me your takeaways, send it to a girlfriend, send it to anyone that you know who's going through a healing journey, subscribe to my podcast, Becoming Her, and leave a review. And I'd be so grateful. So until I see you next time, guys, thanks for being here and I can't wait to see what's next. Bye.